0: Welcome back to the Longacre's Finance Channel. Today I want to tell you how you can buy $1 for $0.82. Everyone likes to buy deals. Some people like to buy clothes or electronics on sale, but I prefer to find discounts in the stock market. This bargain opportunity is not risk-free, because investing inherently carries risk. And naturally, if the return potential is high, the risk is typically high, but not always. I believe this $0.82 on a dollar opportunity is a low-risk bet, so hear me out fully before you pass judgment. What I am talking about here is a little merger arbitrage on the Microsoft acquisition of Activision Blizzard. I know this deal was announced back in January of this year so it's had some time to marinate in the market. However, the share price of Activision Blizzard is still pretty far away from the price Microsoft will pay shareholders should the deal go through. What is known right now is that Microsoft is planning to pay in cash to buy out all Activision shareholders at $95 per share with the deal expected to close in June of 2023. Activision's board accepted the deal and now it's being reviewed by the FTC that has the ability to block it should it find that it's not advantageous to consumers or the industry The main reason why shares of Activision aren't trading close to $95 today is because the market is pricing and the risk this deal will fall through I've read cases both for and against the deal going through and both sides make valid points Therefore I don't want to speculate whether or not this deal will actually come to fruition But we don't have to make a judgement call on this deal to evaluate the current trade opportunity for the stock So let me walk through the potential scenarios of how things can play out, and where investors may find themselves a year or two from today. The first scenario is the deal going through as planned, and shareholders of Activision receiving the $95 payment for each share in June of 2023. Today Activision stock trades for about $78, meaning that you could receive a $17 return on every share you buy. This equates to about a 22% return in approximately a 1 year holding period. If the stock market continues to be volatile over the next 12 months, locking in a 22% return on a portion of your capital sounds like a nice bet to make. The actual return may be lower if you factor in the impact of capital gains taxes, but since there's potentially still more than one year left before the deal closes, investors today could lower their tax burden by locking in a long-term capital gain. Long-term capital gains are taxed at 0 15 or 20%, depending on your income, and short-term capital gains are taxed between 10 and 37%, also depending on your income. Obviously this scenario is the best outcome for current shareholders of Activision and anyone looking to invest today. The risk-free rate of return for a one-year investment right now is 2.16% if you buy a one-year US treasury bond. So the Activision merger arbitrage can potentially offer a 10 times better return for the risk you take on. But what will happen if the FTC blocks the deal or it falls apart for another reason? Well here we have scenario two. If the FTC blocks the deal, Microsoft has agreed to pay Activision a $3 billion breakup fee. First of all, this tells me that Microsoft is pretty confident the deal won't be blocked by the FTC. Otherwise, they wouldn't agree to such a sizable breakup payment. $3 billion is more money than Activision has ever reported for net income in any single year. This would be a huge inflow of cash that would greatly strengthen Activision's balance sheet and increase shareholder value. But let's assume for a second that the deal doesn't go through and Activision doesn't receive this breakup payment. It's highly likely that the share price will dip on the news. But where will it go from there is the more important question. On February 16, 2021, shares of Activision Blizzard peaked at over $104. Since that day, the price steadily declined, all the way down to a low of $56 by early December of last year. This price decline was a result of the negative market sentiment surrounding the working conditions at the company. There have been countless cases of unsafe working conditions and sexual harassment filed against the company, and apparently the CEO was well aware of the issue for a long time. Obviously, this is a horrible situation and position for the company. However, I believe it should have little impact on its long-term financial position. There is a class action lawsuit that has been filed against the company that will likely impact it from a financial standpoint, but I believe the company can fix these problems and write the ship in the future. If we take a quick look at the company's financial history, we can see that revenue increased by about 9% in 2021, against the trend of the stock's value. The operating margin improved from 35 to 38% compared to the prior year, and Activision earned a record net income of $2.7 billion on the year that was about 23% higher than 2020. They generate ample free cash flow and have a strong balance sheet compared to the gaming industry. The products offered are very competitive in the market and should drive demand in the future. No wonder Microsoft swooped in and is attempting to buy the business at a fair price. So if the deal doesn't go through, and assuming Activision does not receive the $3 million breakup payment from Microsoft, I see two possibilities for the stock. One, it fixes the existing working conditions and returns to fair valuation by the end of 2023 or 2024. This would imply a longer holding period as opposed to the one year period based on Microsoft's deal panning out. And two, the company fixes its issues but the share price remains deflated and trades at historically low multiples for a prolonged period of time. Let's put a price value on these two scenarios. The long term trailing P.E. ratio for Activision is right around 25, with a near term low of 17 and a near term high of 38. Let's assume that a P.E. ratio of 25 is considered fair value for the company. And a P.E. ratio of 17 is considered a low we can expect if shares remain deflated for a prolonged period of time In 2021, the company reported earnings per share of $3.72 At a fair P.E. ratio of 25, this implies a fair share price of $93 That is higher than the price the stock trades for today At the low P.E. ratio of 17, the price would be $63.24 Which is where the stock traded near the end of last year The forecasted earnings per share for 2022 are $2.91 so the company is expected to see a decrease in earnings of about 22%. This would place the share price between $72.75 at fair value and $49.47 at the low PE range. If we jump out to next year, the earnings per share forecast for 2023 is $3.91. So at year-end 2023, if the stock returns to fair value and hits this forecast, it should trade for $97.75, which would be 25.32% higher than the $78 share price we have today. And at the low PE range, the share price would be $66.47, which would be a 14.78% loss from the $78 share price today. If we zoom out another year, the earnings per share are forecast to be $4.21 in 2024. This would give us a fair price of $105.25 or a low price of $71.57, and a return range between a gain of 35% and a loss of 8%. So let me put this all together, side by side, so it's easier to digest. I have a total of 5 outcomes from this investment opportunity. Number 1 is the deal goes through and you receive a 21% return after a 1 year holding period Number 2 is the deal falls through but the share price of Activision recovers by year-end 2023 and you receive a 25% return after a a 1.5 year holding period Number 3 is the deal falls through and it takes longer for the share price to recover so you have to wait till year-end 2024 Here you would receive a 35% return after a a 2.5 year holding period Number 4 the deal falls through and the share price continues to trade at historically low multiples Here by year-end 2023 you would have a 15% loss Number 5, the deal falls through and the share price trades at historically low multiples through year-end 2024 Here you would have an 8% loss after 2.5 years The $3 billion breakup payment would benefit scenarios 2 through 5 by a considerable amount In terms of annualized returns, scenario 1 is the best as you would get the highest annualized return of about 21% In scenario 2 you would get a 16% annualized return and 12% for scenario 3 Scenarios 4 and 5 would see annualized losses of 10 and 3% respectively. Now I did mention that I don't want to speculate on whether or not the deal will go through, but if I had to take a guess, I would put the likelihood at 50% today. And I would say the chances of scenario 2 playing out are 25% and 20% for scenario number 3. I really think the stock should recover fairly quickly should this deal fall apart. And I believe the likelihood that shares will continue to trade at historically low multiples 2 years from today is very low. Let's call it 5%. I personally have about $1,700 invested in Activision stock, most of which I purchased prior to the deal announcement. My cost basis is $72.06 per share, so a little lower than where the stock trades today. I may add more to this position in the future if the share price stays at its current level or declines. What I found interesting is that Warren Buffett's Berkshire has a 9.5% stake in the shares of Activision, so the Oracle of Omaha is placing a sizable wager on this arbitrage bet as well. A portion of Berkshire's position was initiated in Q4 of 2021, prior to the deal announcement. But the company added more exposure in Q1 of this year. It's unlikely Buffett will buy any more as they likely don't want to cross the 10% ownership threshold. Now I doubt Mr. Buffett had any insider information on this deal, even though he is good friends with Bill Gates. But what I do know is he doesn't like losing money, which tells me he thinks this deal doesn't carry excessive risk for the return potential. And that is what I think as well. I'm not advocating that any of you go out and buy shares of Activision. You need to make that decision for yourself, based on your risk profile and long-term investing goals. I hope you enjoyed the video, if you did please give it a like and subscribe to the channel. Thank you for watching and see you next time.